0: it's time for BetQL daily with joe ostrowski breaking down all the betting angles you need to put money in your wallet sacramento brooklyn this total of 242 i am going over it is a lofty number for good reason they have the third and fourth best records in the nba to the over for good reason both of them hitting in that 67 to 68% range. I'm gonna bank on uh, it continuing again, and we're gonna see a lot of scoring between Brooklyn and Sacramento, so much that it's gonna go over 242. Got Dicey in the second half, but the Nets were able to close the door. An outstanding effort from James Harden, a career night from Bruce Brown, fans applauding. Seventh straight win for the Brooklyn Nets as they welcome fans back to Barclays Center in style on the BetQL Audio Network. All right, that one was a sweat. I'm not going to come out here and brag about uh, me hitting the over because that thing hit with just seconds left, but uh, nice to see it get home. It is Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat here on BetQL Daily via the BetQL Audio Network. Thanks for joining us uh, this morning. Later on this hour, we'll check in with Keith Smith, covers the NBA, Uh, Our number two of the program, Chris Felica from ESPN. A lot going on with golf. We have multiple tournaments this weekend. And, of course, the news that shocked the sports world and just the world in general. No matter what channel, even if you were checking in on the cable news stations yesterday, everyone was all over the minute by minute. What was going on with Tiger Woods? uh, Something horrible we didn't find out until after the show. And pro sports better David Stahl will be joining us at noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. He focuses on college hoops. So we'll certainly go over the Hoops Card with David Stahl and Futures and all that stuff as we inch closer and closer to the start of March Madness. EPs today, Jake Galley and Dylan Burns. Jake Hassan, board-opping from our downtown Scores Studios in Chicago. And as I mentioned, with Ryan Horvath. Ryan, uh, do we, do we want to talk about uh, your performance on the Lightning Bets yesterday? Or do we, do we want to skip past it and talk about everything else going on?
1: Well, we have to. We have to. If I'm going to celebrate the wins, we have to talk about the losses as well, Joe. And uh, you know what sucks about last night, man, is I almost gave out the 76ers as my lightning bet, and that one came home. And then um, it was looking really good. You know what? It was looking really good. I thought the Nets were going to take the night off. Now, the over was looking really good for the first half. And then, like you said, you had to sweat that out towards the end. But it, it ends up cashing. A lot of points scored in that game. Um, yeah. I think I'm done with the Sacramento Kings, but I I still, <laughs> I'll justify the pick. I still liked the number, and I should have cashed that one. The Nets go on a 14-1 to 1 run to close out that game, but, I mean, there was a, what was it, two minutes left in the third quarter, and the Kings actually took the lead in that game, and it looked like they were going to cover, maybe even went outright. I don't know
0: that you have to be done with the Kings, man. They're playing one of the two best teams in the NBA right now, too. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, which, they ran into a buzzsaw. Right, I mean, isn't that how we have to look at it?
1: They did, Joe. And the the one thing I'll say about last night that did make me feel a little bit better is my Nets' future to win the title. Now, I tried to play it. I it got taken off the book off the board this weekend. I wanted to take them just to rep the East, but you know what? I really didn't like the odds there, so I took them to win the finals plus three fifty. Um, what made me feel a little bit better last night was just that they do play defense in the fourth quarter. Because, like, we could rag on the Nets, like, what's wrong with this team? Well, they don't defend. In the fourth quarter, they really only need three, four st- uh, stops in the final three minutes of those games, like, down the stretch. And last night, you even saw Kyrie diving for some loose balls, making some plays on the defensive end. I'm feeling good about my Nets future. Not great about the Kings last night. Um, but, yeah, I, I you know what? I still feel fine about that pick, a 14-1 run to close things out. It's tough to overcome. Uh, Eli not with us today.
0: He's on some top secret mission. He's got something going on. He can't talk about. Uh, he went one and one with his college plays. Man, his his uh, the Georgia Tech one that was an outright upset. He was on the dog there, and there were a bunch of them in, in college and the NBA. Gonna, gonna get to that in just a moment. And uh, his TCU almost got home. He had TCU plus seven. They end up losing by eight. Came down to the very second against West Virginia. Horvat, 0-3 on his lightning bets. Wait, I, I, wait a minute. No, here we go. Here we go.
1: Are we going to count my UConn pick that I threw out towards the end? Because that one did cash. And Texas. You said, I, I knew you were going to do this. You said
0: you've got three picks. You kept adding as we talked about more games. You're like, yeah, I'm going to bet that. Yeah, I'm going to bet that. Yeah, I'm going to bet that. And we were joking with you because you had six by the end of the segment when you started with three. But I thought you said you were on three. You want to know how many I ended up with? And- it's double digits. I know it is. Well, it was only 10. (laughs) Only
1: 10. Is a low number for me lately. Now, again, like, so I liked all these spots, but I came back down to earth a little bit last night. And so, so what I've been doing, Joe, is I've just been on fire and, um, this is very rare. It happens maybe like once, twice every single year, where you're hitting everything on the board. And the only reason I've been playing so many games is because I've been living. Uh, Who
0: are you, Ross Tucker, telling us how great you are? <laughs> no,
1: no, no, no. no, no, no <laughs> trust me, you'll see some regression. You saw it like you saw it last night. I like that little shot that you take at Ross right there. You saw it last night the regression is coming. But I had a lot of money to play around with because I had such a good NFL season. Not betting game by game. That's where I struggle on the sides and the totals. But the futures market, man. I had the Aaron Rodgers, the twenty-two to one MVP that I cashed. Um, I had the Justin Herbert rookie of the year that I cashed. So I had a nice year. So I had some money to play around with. Now last night uh, I bet ten games and I ended up going six and four. I actually did better on the college slate. Of course you was did. Awful. awful. <laughs> Julius Randle, eleven rebounds. Uh, RJ Barrett. Terrible performance from him. Did he hit a shot? He finished, I think, with five points. And then Tibbs just doesn't like going to him down the stretch. He likes his vets still, as we saw when he was in Chicago and when he was in Minnesota. So not a great performance. I did avoid disaster with that UConn pick, but I'll take an 0-3 Lightning bets night, and I need to bounce back tonight. I'm probably only playing, like, looking at the board, I'm probably only playing, like, two or three games. So now I'll get back to it. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. We'll see. Once we I start probably. going over this nine-game slate, uh, yeah. the sides, the totals, the player props, I think you'll have a few more plays. There's no doubt. Horvath, I got hooked, man. I almost went 3-0 and last night. Jamal Murray, terrible start to the game. He, could, he couldn't hit anything. He didn't seem that interested in the first half, to be quite honest. He had five points going into the fourth quarter. But then, then all of a sudden, he comes alive, closes with 24. I got hooked on the over 24-and-a-half,
1: almost 3-0 and for me. Man, and like you said, I mean, I think he had three points in the first quarter, did not look to score, could not hit a shot, and then in the fourth quarter, he just took over. And then what I hated, man, was he only needed one more trip to the free throw line. So I was just hoping they were going to keep inbound the ball to him. Yeah. And this misses out. And that's what I'm saying about the prop market. Like same thing happened to me last night. I ended up going 11 and a half on the Julius Randle over on rebounds. And I think he finished with 11. So same thing. Um, that's what I do worry about. Like you could look at the board every single night. I could find like 15 to 20 props that I like. But yeah. I got to pull the brakes because exactly like the market is going to catch on a little bit. I wish I would have played the the and assists. I went away from it, and then last night I looking in the third quarter he had 11. Yeah. We'll we'll
0: get we'll get to that. I want to go over the, a few notable ones because he had 10 at halftime. It was uh, ridiculous, and that's something that we talk about every day. But we backed away because of 11 and a half, and it was plus money at the time of the show. Ah, boy, that was disappointing. But hey, I mean the number just is was a little too inflated, and he was going under. Uh, the last few times so that's why we ended up avoiding that one overall i don't think that's terrible no. if that's part of your process and you back away when the number gets too high you'll be fine in the end this is joe ostrowski and ryan horvat welcome back to betql daily on the betql audio network we are live weekdays 10 a.m to 1 p.m eastern on the radio.com app also 14:30 in denver we're there 8 to 11 a.m mountain time and uh 93.1 HD3 in Los Angeles. Make sure you're following all of us on Twitter, including the show. I'm at Joe0670Horvat, at Ryan Horvat, and the show account at BetQL Daily at BetQL Daily. If you want to watch us, radio.com slash BetQL-Daily. Subscribe to the podcast. Please do so. We know you're busy, and uh, maybe you can't listen to the show live. Uh, then you don't miss any of our terrific interviews or segments. iTunes,
1: Spotify, Radio.com. We'll be talking a lot about the NBA, obviously. Tonight, the college card, and we probably will pump the brakes a little bit right there. Not a whole lot that I like on the college card last night, although, again, like reviewing last night, surprisingly did better on my college slate than I did on the NBA. Uh, Michigan State, I did end up playing Michigan State plus seven, although I talked about that with Eli yesterday. You know, I have a hard time betting against Tom Izzo, and, and I hate it. It's cliche, don't bet against Izzo in March. Uh, but once we get close to the conference tournaments, even a struggling Michigan State team, I ended up backing them. And they win that game outright last night, 81-72, to 72, over Illinois, who I'm really high on Illinois, but you looked at it, and I thought it was a letdown spot because also Illinois coming up this weekend has a matchup with Wisconsin. And Wisconsin, they've been inconsistent all season long, which is kind of hard to believe because like if you look at why, what we've been talking about, uh, throughout this college basketball season is why are the Blue Bloods struggling and obviously you know Duke playing much better right now Kentucky playing much better right now but they're not going to get into the NCAA tournament unless they go on a huge run here and you know jump in win the SEC tournament like they're they can't even make a deep run they obviously have to win the SEC tournament and nobody sees that happening but like a team like the Badgers I mean they're filled with fifth-year seniors, and it's a veteran club, a senior-led club, so to see them not be able to close out these games has been rough to watch uh, living here in Wisconsin, but that's a big matchup for Illinois coming up this weekend, and uh, Jake, I know that you are a big Illinois fan, but still, I thought that that was a look-ahead spot uh, for Michigan state, or I'm sorry for Illinois last night against Michigan state and Michigan state ends up getting the outright victory last night, 81, 72. So the plus seven that ends up coming home. And, uh, that was a nice little hit right there for me. You know, I want to talk a little bit about the Boston Celtics with Joe coming up a little bit later on when we uh, do reconnect here on BetQL daily. Uh, we're going to do that, but the Celtics last night looked like they were going to run away with it for a while. And then Dallas ends up winning that game. Now, I said to fade Luca on the second night of a back-to-back. And his point total was high enough where I considered fading it. But he had a struggling – he struggled the night before. I think he only finished with, like, 22 points or something like that. So, it was – the point total was set at 30. And as you saw, Luca hits the game winner to put him over the 30. uh, So, that game was ridiculous. And Boston right now is an absolute mess, especially when they're on the road. Uh, You know, Dallas at home – they are what they are, but I, I I liked Boston in that spot last night. They don't end up bringing it home. Epic collapse from them last night is the Mavericks end up winning that one. Joe, I was talking about Luca last night, how I was telling everybody yeah. to fade him on the second night of the back-to-back. Uh the point total, man, it was high. 30 and a half. I didn't play it. I almost did. And then he just went off last night, including that game winner. The wow. Celtic best, man. They can't win on the road.
0: Even at 30 and a half, he just barely got over an amazing game over the long haul. I don't think that that's a terrible play. Luca finished with 31, 10, and eight there. Uh, how about all the uh, all the dogs that won outright last night? You had Cleveland as an eight point dog, they beat Atlanta, Detroit, four and a half point dog, shorter number there, but they take care of Orlando. And we talked about uh, that line movement. Speaking of Luca. H- how it moved to uh Boston being favored. It opened as Dallas. What was that? That was so. That was Monday night. My days are all a blur. I, I was on the air till ten o'clock last night. I don't even know what. Oh my days, yeah.
1: Joe! Like especially <laughs> right now, man. Especially when you're pumping in twenty bets per night and just sitting yeah. around in the association every night. I have no. I-, I I only know what day it is by. Am I watching TNT tonight? Am I on ESPN? Is it a league pass night? That's the only way I realize what day it is.
0: Yeah. So then. So Boston was the – fate. I don't even know what happened there. Anyways, Dallas, they were the dog uh, when it ended up closing there. But um, how about some of the player props and some names that we talked about yesterday? Maybe we didn't bet all of them, but we talked about them. Someone, well, some not so much. Uh, We addressed Tobias Harris, 19 and a half. And I think his dad was on Twitter. He was mad that he didn't make it as an all-star reserve. He was ripping everybody. Uh, He went for 23 points. So he goes over. We mentioned the Draymond number. uh, Maybe it was a little too high now. He was starting to go under. Well, he was back to his old ways. Uh, Draymond with 12 assists and nine boards. That rebound and assist prop has been uh, working out well of late.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, I'm probably going to go back to Draymond. Uh, He's back at it tonight. Now, on the second night of a back-to-back, I don't know. I got to look at those numbers. Um, My favorite prop last night that I didn't play because you guys bet-shamed me was my guy, Colin Sexton. But you remember, I thought that it was a little bit too high at 24. He, He had... He scored like the first 15 points of the game or something ridiculous like that. He had 15, I know, in the wow. first quarter. I ended up playing it last minute. Somebody asked me on social media and I said I didn't want Joe and Eli to bet shame me for putting in the <laughs> tonight, but I did end up playing Colin Sexton. You know, Joe, I want to talk about that when we talk about props. You know, the guys yeah. that got snubbed for the All Star game, are we playing all yes. over tonight? I don't know, and what do we do with the guys that did make it
0: for the first time? Yeah, that is something that I—it's I, narrative-based, but I do want to talk about it a little bit because so much is motivation. Uh, mm-hmm. How about in college basketball? A few uh, results that we find interesting: Michigan State in a desperate spot against Illinois,
1: uh, Sparty wins outright a seven-point dogs, eighty-one to seventy-two. Yeah, yeah, and you know what? That was one where I looked at the number, and I was talking about that a little bit, like. It's so cliche, and I hate when people say it, don't fade Tom Izzo or don't bet against Tom Izzo when it gets close to March. But you know what, man? I thought that that was a look-ahead spot for Illinois because they got the Badgers coming up, and they did not show up last night.
0: Yeah, you know, Baylor off the extended layoff, talked about playing them in the first half, and they did not cover uh, a lot going on in college basketball. We'll get to all that coming up. But next here, we're going to break down tonight's NBA card. Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat, you're locked into the VEC Audio Network.